0: This is in the oh. air to right field. Back it goes. Nando has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. Myers drives one out towards deep left center field. Back goes Heinemann at the wall. It's gone. Another grand slam for the Padres. The shot out of deep left field. It's high. Deep in. It is a grand slam. Towards the corner, it's back, it's gone! Welcome to Slam Diego! What's good, Padres Nation? Our beloved San Diego Padres just got off a really tough and unfortunate series versus the Chicago Cubs yet again. They get their asses smacked in Wrigley Field the last time. They got swept on, and this time they lost two out of three to Chicago. So the Padres have been struggling as of late the offense isn't really doing what they have done in 60 games last year compared to a little over 60 now this year Uh, it's very frustrating there's a lot of conversations of who the Padres could typically look at by the time the deadline comes and if they should or shouldn't what possible packages would be included in those deals and that's not something you want to hear for a contending team at all uh, when it comes down to this to help them you'd rather have it to be a good boost, but not for such a life support kind of matter. So this really is frustrating. Uh, This is going to be a quick one because the Padres offense decided not to show up in Petco park. And I'm clearly frustrated about it. So they'll be going on all the way to New York to face the Mets yet again, after splitting that four game set two to two, just recently before the Cubs, they'll be playing three games versus the Mets. Going into Coors Field to play Colorado, they have a good history there. Maybe they can start a little winning streak on that one. And then they'll be back home for a little bit, facing off the Reds, of course, the L.A. Dodgers, finally having that again after a little while, and then the very horrible, this really bad Arizona Diamondbacks. So we can do some damage. I know the Reds are playing good ball, but you got to start. Getting these wins, and it's gonna to get tougher if you start losing the teams like this. Now, what frustrates me, the Cubs are having a great year. All right. They're they're starting off better than I even ever thought. You go against a former Padre in Zach Davies, he shows you why he shouldn't have gotten traded. They defeated what you know, Darvish, their former player, and everything. And so it's just frustrating because of the fact that the Cubs have played hot baseball, they beat up the Padres in Wrigley. And then they go to face the Giants and they fucking suck. So now against the Padres again, they're suddenly good. It's not good. The Cubs have just destroyed the Padres in this. And if I'm counting correctly, there are five games out of six right now, total. No, six games out of seven, they've won. Something like that. Yeah, so it's a good handful that the Cubs have won. I'm thinking of the top of my head right now. So it's just very frustrating, clearly. And teams are going to have hiccups, but... It's just, you're going to read the headlines, it's going to get to you, but the offense hasn't been going, and that goes for Major League Baseball as well, now we don't know if that's a part of the sticky substances that pitchers are using overall, Um, I really don't know, obviously spin rate has dropped tremendously, in Trevor Bauer, thank God, and also Garrett Cole, but he had a strong outing versus the Twins just recently, so I don't know what's going to be happening in the upcoming weeks if offense will surge. I highly doubt it. It's not going to be in the blink of an eye. But it's just frustrating to see what, how, you know, the Padres' offense last year was just so scary to pitch to. Everyone was a threat. Honestly, everyone was a threat. As for this year, I look at the Padres like I've looked at in the past with you guys, it just seems like it's a joke. Anyone that comes up, runners in scoring position, it's basically like a meme at this point. I think of it as okay, he's not gonna, he's not gonna score him. No, no outs, run on second, left stranded. That's what I'm thinking at the top of my head. But honestly, you have time to fix it. There's a hundred more games to play, and you gotta get it rolling. You gotta get it. I think that this Tatis in the four cleanup spot. Has been fun to watch, but it's not working. We need Trent Grisham back, so Grisham can lead off at the one, Tatisa at two. I'm okay with Cronenworth at the three, all right? Uh, and, of course, you have Manny as a possible option at the three or four. So, listen, if we get Grisham back, everything can change. I hear he could be back very soon. It could be a short rehab assignment in El Paso for AAA. Uh, Nola should be back a little, a, as well as Pomeranz. By the end of June. So that would be big as well. Carantini has done a tremendous job behind the plate. But, and and congrats to Webster Rivas for making his major league appearance. But, you know, you got to start getting those injuries calming down. And these guys have to come back and start showing off. I mean, fucking Tommy Pham's our best hitter right now at like two twenty eight, Not even .220, 225 at this point. So it is frustrating, but getting on with it. So you had to hear me that a little bit. But the Padres won game one strong as Hosmer grounded out on a soft ground ball, actually, and made it one nothing early on in the bottom of the first off Azalei. So after freezing him before Wrigley and getting owned by him, the Padres were able to step up and hit him pretty hard. Manny Machado had a stack fly and he had a couple of stack flies in this one to make it 2 nothing in the bottom of the second to bring in Victor Caratini. Brian O'Grady, after making a couple of nice plays, over there in El Paso, comes back up. He homers first, first of the season, makes it four nothing. A two-run shot brings in Jerickson Profar. Then Jake Marisnik makes it interesting with a two-RBI single. Four to two, San Diego going into the bottom of the fourth. However, not just that, actually, a sack fly from Sergio Alcantara cuts the Padres' lead to just one. It's four to three. Tommy Pham reaches on a fielder's choice. Five to three, San Diego. That was pretty big, but that wasn't all. The, the Padres did more damage. Machado with his second sack fly of the game, this time bringing in his best friend, Ha Song Kim, off Keegan Tops the pitcher. Ian Happ still makes it a ball game with his seventh home run, the switch hitting outfielder. A nice one to center field off Pierce Johnson, who's been struggling a little bit uh, as of late out of the bullpen. But Manny Machado looking really good on a pop-up that looked like it was going to be caught by Anthony Rizzo. Said, I got it, I got it. Drops in front of him, kind of bloops off his chest. The next pitch looks like a sinker up, out of the zone, high. And Machado goes with it. Opposite field, swag chain initiated, baby. Manny Machado with his eighth one of the year off Corey Abbott. So that was really nice and obviously flashes back to what Tatis and Taylor Jones situation, Taylor Jones, the first baseman. Look at that drops an easy pop up to end the game, get out of a jam, anything like that. And the next pitch, boom, gone. Next pitch, boom, gone. So Manny Machado uh, looking like Fernando Tatis in some ways, which is really good to see. So the Padres look really good. And then the offense just kept going in that bottom of the eighth as Hosmer, got an RBI single, bringing in Jake, the rake Cronenworth. And then you had Brian O'Grady doubling for his third of the year that brought in Eric Hosmer. So that was really cool. I'm glad O'Grady had a big game. I like that kind of service. And, you know, obviously when we got him, it was talking about his power. So that was the big thing. And getting doubles is great enough. As long as you get, on base, get doubles, get home runs. It's great. O'Grady's doing his part. He had a little bit of a hot bat in which he needed, and this game was just all-around offense for the Padres. Despite nine runs coming in, they (laughs) were one for 12, 100 is a scoring position. They left 11 men on base, but hey, man, whatever gets it done somehow, that gets it done, and the Cubs were not Anything near good at all? They were one for two runners in scoring position, two were left on base, so they barely had opportunities to begin with. Now, pitching wise, Ryan Weathers got the win. He improved to three and two. Five innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, one walk, and four Ks. He drops his ERA at a nice two point four four. I believe that actually increased, if I'm not mistaken, because his ERA is so low. But, hey, it's still in the 2.4 range. That's incredible for such a young kid. Uh, I'm happy for him. He did great the last time too, but a couple of home runs really did hurt him in Wrigley the last time. Miguel Diaz also goes an inning, doesn't really do much besides, but he does get two strikeouts. Pierce Johnson did gave up a run, and then you have Begon go in there and get two strikeouts of his own, and then Lansing. Going in for some reason in a non-safe situation, I guess to warm up his arm. But his ERA has now dropped to 0.66, which is incredible. And of course, game two and game three is where it got really uh frustrating for uh me and I think everyone. Now the Nelson Lamette made his return. He didn't do bad to begin with. It kind of got him lit up towards the end of his outing, but just it's not as bad as, as a box score for him and his stat sheet and it sounds so Lamette first off went five innings, four hits, four runs, one walk, six strikeouts, a lot of fours in there. Listen, LeMet's been doing fine. He's had those bullpen appearances that we know of. He's on a pitch count, right? And you got to just take it with these. He had 78 total pitches, 55 for strikes. I believe I said 75 to 80, if I'm not mistaken, the last episode, I actually don't even remember. Um, but somewhere around there, I knew there was going to be a pitch count. So we expected him to do that kind of stuff, and he did. And otherwise than that, the bullpen could not get it done. Miguel Diaz gave up a run. Krismat gave up two. The man in the myth, the legend, Emil Chris who's been getting called up and sent down every five hours. And then Austin Adams went in and didn't give up anything. The Padres in this game were one for four runners in scoring position. Five men were left on base overall. And the the Cubs started things off nicely with Wilson Contreras hitting his 10th home run of the year in the top of the fourth to make it 1 nothing off of the Met. Rizzo then got his 12th double of the season on a nice liner that brought in two more runs in the top of the sixth off of the Met. Wisdom owns the San Diego Padres. Patrick Wisdom, his eighth home run of the year. It's like he's got them all against San Diego at this point. Makes it 5 nothing Chicago off Miguel Diaz, except a couple of them were. Of course, towards Lamet and Rizzo, he took that San Diego trade back in 2010. Personally, he homered for six of the year, seven, nothing Chicago at this point, bottom of the ninth pass on Kim six double. All right. Wow. Brings in Tommy fam. Otherwise than that, Padres could not get it done. Very, very frustrating. Um, And you know what? You got to just move on, Right. We have you, Darvish, the former Cub coming up. Looking to think, yeah, let's get a win. We're at home. And it doesn't go like that at all. Now, Manny Machado, a nice RBI single to start things off in the bottom of the third. It was a really nice hit, worked a really good at bat. Brought in Tommy Pham, who's our hottest hitter, like I said, off Jake Arietta, the, the, the fucking pitcher who was dog shit with every team except for the Cubs back then. And he was horrible this year. But of course, Against the Padres, he looks like a Cy Young caliber pitcher. Uh, That's what's frustrating the most. And then you had Jock Peterson tie the game for his seventh home run. Does the Fernando Tatis little stutter step move around their base? And you know what? I'm going to say it now. I'm not mad at that because if we can do it, listen, other teams are going to get cocky about it. It's fine. It's what we do. We all celebrate. um, And I'm sure other teams don't like it just as much as we wouldn't. So, listen, it's a part of the game. Jack Peterson had a nice shot off Darvish. It's not easy to do that for the year that Darvish is having, and you move on with it. Rizzo grounded into a double play, which was frustrating. Darvish got into a little bit of a pickle, and it made it 2-1. to one. It was a big double play, but you still bring in the run from third. So that put the Cubs up 2-1, and then Sergio Alcantara hit an absolute fucking blast, making it 3-1 to Chicago, really putting the cherry on top off Emilio Pagan in the top of the eighth. So that was really it. The Padres were just looking pathetic at this time. Hosmer has been in a huge slump. He went from a 320 hitter to 262 at this point. He can't buy a hit to save his freaking life. He got Cronenworth, who's starting to slump up a little, 276. Machado still standing around 235-ish, right? 240, 230, 220 even. I mean, really? Myers just not having it. This whole team, their averages just around the, the whole league. It's just all frustrating because the pitching is going to get done. Darvish took the loss. He falls to 6-2, and two, but he goes seven innings on 100 pitches exactly, 67 for strikes. Darvish only allowed three hits, two earned runs two walks and eight Ks, it's just frustrating. It feels like every time they – they're like the Mets at this fucking point. Every time they score a run, they they the, the opposing team scores a run. They, they can't get it. And then uh, for such good ERAs, they're taking these losses. Like Joe Musgrove's four and five with a two points, a sub three ERA. Come on. It's just – I don't understand it at this point. It's just so frustrating. But now the Padres do have an off day, and they're sitting 10 games above 500 third in the NL West now. And we're going to see how that pans out. The Dodgers are playing, as I currently speak, up 4-3 to three as I'm recording this. So, um, And, yeah, San Diego will go on to play the Mets, probably there by now. And then you're going to see Blake Snell and Jacob DeGrom. That's going to be a real fun one, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to just cry. Um, All my emotions are going to be coming out on that one. So, yeah, it's not going to be fun for me. But you know what? That's baseball. And it's just uh, love of the game that we have. Our emotions are uh, going high up and everything. And Snell, last outing against the Mets, seven innings, one hit, one walk, 10 strikeouts. This is my fucking house. That's everything about Blake Snell. It was incredible to watch that. And, yeah, so he had a lot of confidence. Let's hope he is angry and frustrated, pissed off Blake Snell going into city Field. And as for Jacob DeGrom, seven innings pitched the last time in Petco Park, three hits, one walk, 11 strikeouts. He is 5-2 and two at a .62 ERA, easily an MVP candidate. You got to say it, uh, no doubt about it. As for game two, it will be Joe Musgrove, who did not do bad, of course, had 10 Ks, gave up two home runs, which were crucial. Again, the Padres offense couldn't get going. And then you got Joey Lucchese, who really will, has been getting better and better. Gave up that home run to Manny Machado in four and two thirds innings on 67 pitches. But otherwise than that, he has been great after a very rough start with the Mets. Um, he's been cutting that ear right down to the ground. So Snell and the ground will be game one. It's gonna be a good one. I think we're gonna lose, and it's gonna be a pitching duel yet again. That's all season this year. Game two, Musgrove, Casey. You got to take advantage. Casey sits at one and four still. You gotta understand a former pitcher. Don't pull a Zach Davies and start just sailing over the Padres offense like it's nothing. Uh, please get some runs generated. Musgrove's had a great year, a 2.33 ERA, despite being four and five. Very high up there in the strikeout rating, too, for the Padres' overall staff. And then we have a return of Paddock and Strowman. That's going to be a fun one, too. Now, Paddock's been doing okay, but he could be doing better. And, of course, Strowman has been great. Got a nice RBI double against the Padres. And the last time out, Strowman went six and two thirds, four hits, one run that was unearned, four walks, seven strikeouts, And then as for San Diego, on Paddock's side, he fell to two and five, six innings total, six hits, three earned runs, one walk, and six K's. So not the best, but not the worst from Chris Paddock. This is going to be an interesting one. The Mets currently sit at 30 and 24. It's going to be a lot of fun. I might not watch a lot of it. I might not have the chance to either. So I do apologize for that, Padres Nation. Um, I've been working a lot of baseball when it comes to broadcasting and also just working behind the scenes, but I do get the notifications and the highlights right away on my phone. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. If you can't watch it either. So in fact, if you're not following me on Twitter and you want to see in game (laughs) content with my live tweets, discussing the scores and also some interesting stats for your San Diego Padres, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Grand Padres. And if you want to follow me for all the Padres love you can get, follow me on my main Twitter account at Derosa D57. D-E-R-O-S-A-D57. So I would really appreciate that. But guys, that's all I really have for you all today. Listen, it's been a tough stretch. I'm obviously frustrated. I've been cursing a little bit, so that's showing it off. But you know what? Going against the Mets, try and get two out of three here. And see what you can do. Jacob DeGrom is going to be very hard, but you never know. It's baseball for a reason. He has two losses, so he's not, you know, he doesn't have the infinity stone. Um, So you got to just try and get this going. I would love, of course, to see a sweep, not just because that would be nice. Very hard to do, first off. I don't care who the major league team is. But if they do, they'll be 40-27 and rather than 37-27 and as of now. Uh, It'll be nice just to see them break that 40 win mark early. Uh, But otherwise than that, guys, I'll be keeping you posted on Twitter about the Padres series versus the Mets upcoming starting Friday all the way through Sunday and so on and so forth. So it should be fun. I'll be pulling down stats for you guys that are interesting as of late for San Diego. Um, and everything like that I'll try and keep it positive but you know baseball is a game of emotion too so you never know it might be frustrating stats but it is still interesting at the end of the day so thank you guys for listening I really appreciate it all uh, follow me again on Twitter keep yourselves posted for me and my sake and I will see you guys after the Mets series let's hope for a good one I'll see you guys then peace